Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a quick Friday evening Lucas quick. Tigers and Bronze. We don't have to be quick. We don't have to be quick. No? Friday show, you know? It's Friday show. Lots going on in the hobby. You know, Lefko got a new job. Josh Luber's writing, you know, War and Peace. Uh, you know, crossover's on later, and they'll talk about I don't know what, but I'll try to troll them in the comments because that's how I roll on the, when the crossover's on, and they love every minute of it, I hope. Or they'll tell me to stop. <laughs> uh, I don't think – so I was really impressed with Luber's piece. Uh, yeah, it was really his, well written. It was well written. I, I didn't. It's funny because we sit here behind computers. We haven't met some, a lot of the people in the hobby so like you have these assumptions in your head about who someone is and wh why they are. Did I read, did I hear this right? He's a lawyer or he has a law degree. Is that fake news? But it was a, it was a really well-written piece. It, it gave me a little bit of insight into how he thinks about the hobby and things like that. And it actually made me feel very optimistic because as we all know, the hobby isn't kind of in Josh Luber's hands as of 2025 with fanatics. And a lot of us out there didn't know who this guy was. And, I, I was I was impressed, man. Uh, I really was, and I, I think it's cool that he took the time to do that. So, the uh, the only Luber story I'll tell you is uh, I saw him at the national. I was heading over to the whatnot ice cream truck to get my eleventh bomb pop to try to win a Michael Jordan rookie card, but I didn't care because I had my arm was hurting. I had no voice, and those bomb pops, those things kept me going. So thank you, whatnot, best promotion ever bomb pops for days man but at, in front of the truck is uh is josh and it's hard to miss josh he has some you know some some nail color that just most collectors don't wear you know i'm a clear coat guy he's not um so but i you know i walked up to him i say josh what do you think man um what do you think of the national and you know people had varied uh views of it it's my first one so i'm not the one to comment on how it is compared to other ones in the whole deal but you know not a lot of action, I didn't think. You know, I didn't, I didn't hear any of these huge sales. I remember watching from afar, you know, people opening up, you know, old Bowman packs and pulling a Mickey Mantle PSA 9, which you know who actually got that and, you know, heard stories about it. And, you know, like these, these headlines, I didn't hear too many of those. And I was waiting for Josh to, you know, to drop some knowledge on me about, like, yeah, it's kind of quiet, I'm leaving, or whatever it is. But instead, you know, he says to me, this is the greatest thing I've seen in a long time. He says the average age at this national is, like, a decade less than what it was two years ago, and maybe even more than that. And that just, that's all you need to know. That's the only takeaway you need to know about the future of the hobby, that it's just, it is, it's a young person's game again. And not young because it's 12-year-olds buying 87 tops, you know, wood border baseball cards. It's young because there are more younger entrepreneurs, more younger business people, more younger sellers, dealers, traders, you know, here than ever before. And I was, I don't want to say floored because, you know, he, he said that. Said goodbye, jumped in his Uber, 
or maybe a looper, I don't know, any, you know, stuber, whatever it was, and he went to the airport. And I thought about that for a while, and it really is just a cool thing because you're right. I mean, you can you can nitpick all you like, talk about, like, what's this sale, this person, not as many deals, you know, not as many smiling people. You, you, could, you could find whatever you want. But a very healthy sign is that it is getting younger because that just means it has legs, right? These people are going to stay in it, right? They're going to be in it for longer. It's not... The national used to be, you know, an old baseball vintage thing. And, you know, to some extent, it still sort of was. But the fact that, you know, the crew there was younger, um, it does say a lot. So anyway. So we're talking about younger. So I have three bones to pick today. Three, three, three people or so, so to speak, that are on my shit list. Number one, young. You mentioned younger. Yep. Did you see Trey Young's comments after yesterday's loss to Utah? No, I didn't. I saw he had his six straight 20 point game, but I didn't see his comments. He had seven assists. So I, I don't have the full quote, but here's a snippet. I think you I think guys are learning that. We're no longer the hunters, Young said, via Chris Kirshner of the Athletic. It's regular season. I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot more boring than playoffs. You gotta find that motivation to play like the playoffs. Hmm. Interesting. Kind of like what you've been saying. No, I don't say that at all. That's a ridiculous statement to make. No, so here you are, though. That the top teams kind of take they don't they don't go full. Would you prefer he doesn't go out there score twenty one and seven and instead injure his ass and sit out and mm. let his team be beat for the second time by the Thunder? Um, I don't know what that means. LeBron, how LeBron injured his butt and he just. He's, he's the he's he's the second okay, one. Okay, good. So at, least, at least I see what wavelength you're on. I will shut up now. I'm but think about this: you have a young team, Trey Young. You've accomplished nothing in this league. You're never. You, last year, you've got to the playoffs. You got to Eastern Conference Finals. You've accomplished nothing. You're a young player with potential to take that next step, and you have a young team around you: Cam Reddish, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, Herter. A really young team. This is going into the season one of the young, promising teams, mm-hmm. and you come out as the leader of the team, the point guard of the team. Talk about how boring the regular season is. You Think about this, Cage. Sometimes words matter. Sometimes they don't, right? But in this situation, what I'm hearing is I get to peek into what his mindset is, right? Yep. So his mindset isn't how do we get better using the regular season? How do we improve? How do we t- tighten up our defense? How do we really work on our plays and our execution? He comes into seven games of this season, talks about how boring it is. That's incredibly uh, – when I saw that, I wouldn't sell Trey Young cards, but it definitely gives me perspective of I don't really ever feel confident investing in his cards because I just saw a peek into your mentality. You don't have Mamba mentality. You don't want to be great. You just want to play under the spotlight, which everybody does, but you don't want to improve and work in the darkness when nobody's watching you to get to that place. That was shocking. That changed my whole perspective and narrative on Trey Young because I used to think he's a really hard worker. I used to think he loves the game. Than the Mamba mentality. So I'm an old, you know, baseball guy, and I remember I think they might have both said it. You know, maybe one stole from the other. Dabagio quote or Mantle quote. They probably both said it. I've talked about it on, on the show about how they played every game full because they didn't know who was in the crowd, not scouts or the next contract, but they didn't know if it was a kid whose family saved up their money and this was going to be the only time that this person was going to come and get to see the Yankees play and come and get to see them play. And, you know, you're right. I mean, the, the, the other way of looking at this is 
you know, the NBA has to market its sport. The teams have to make money to continue to pay these players by putting butts in the seats, by selling those regular season games in packages in their regional sports networks and, you know, concessions and, and whatnot, right? It's all still part of business. And if one of the stars is saying, eh, regular season games are boring, what does that say for the fans? Should the fans be paying attention? If the people playing are saying it's boring, should I be spending money on League Pass to watch the Hawks during the regular season? You know, should I be buying that Trey Young jersey that I bought for my son? <laughs> or should I just wait until the postseason? So I had the Jazz money line yesterday. It was one of my favorite plays of the season because this Jazz team is incredible in the regular season. They defend. They play really hard. And this Hawks team's in for a world of hurt. Like, this Hawks team, they're not good enough to get to the playoffs with just talent because they don't have that much talent. They have a lot of young, promising potential. But don't get that confused with talent. They're four and five. Trey hasn't looked amazing, and none of the young stars have taken a step up. They've actually kind of regressed if you really want to go that route. Herder all the way down. Cam Reddish is the only one that, even though he's coming off the bench, he's probably the one that's playing the best. I'm completely appalled by this statement. I'm shocked. I um, I can't believe it. After last year's success, after Nate McMillan took over this team, basically had the best record after the All-Star break to come out with something like this and say this shit as, a, as the leader and All-Star of the team, completely surprised. Really shows me where his attitude is. Second uh, bone to pick. This Lakers team, man, and, and Westbrook, man. I was so happy to see SGA make that shot, man. That was the most emotion I've seen out of SGA in his entire career. Yeah, but he, he looked like, what's the guy's name? Pete Weber. He looked like the bowler who was like, I don't know who you think you are. I am, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you think you are. He was like yelling, I'm that dude or something like that. He looked, he looked here. <laughs> well, well, think about it, Cage, man. You look at this OKC team. I mean, is that – like going into last game, I know NBA season, it's 82 games, not a big deal, but like uh, – is that, that was David versus Goliath. Dude, they have two wins. They're both against the Lakers. But, but, you know <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Like, dude, this okay, is... Did a, you watch I, the game? No, I go to bed too soon. I think the Lakers had like a 19-point lead in the second yeah. half that they blew. Melo had like 20-something points. Like they, their Melo players, looks good. They can't... They didn't close them out. You know what I mean? They didn't close them out. And... Yeah, that's my second bone to pick. Just the culture, man. You guys are going to get on me because I'm going to bash LeBron. Fine, we won't go LeBron. We'll go AD. Fine, we won't talk AD. We'll talk Russell Westbrook. We won't talk Russell Carmelo. Where is the heart from these guys? Like These guys are supposed to be like the best of the best competitors. I, I, I can't stand watching players play with no heart right? because other people want that position. Other people want that spot. And they're so lackadaisical. It looks like they go through the motions. The quote, like, um, if you guys watch this, Russell Westbrook was getting asked, like, what happened on that last play when you had a turnover? And again, he got upset with the reporter. He's like, don't stop asking stupid questions because you know what happened. It's like, dude, it's a legit question. Like, what did you see there that caused a turnover? Anyway, man, I hate this Lakers team. I, I do. I'm not going to say it's LeBron. I'm not going to say it's Westbrook, AD, Does LeBron whatever. Ever another championship? It's frustrating because they obviously have the talent. They're obviously a really gifted team. Like they're, they're, all these players are really good, but I, I, I don't believe you could just turn the switch on. I really don't. Like you watch the Bulls team, you watch the Lakers team. They always played with a lot of heart and character and grit. And in this Lakers team, they have no grit and no character, no no ambition, no heart. So that's my second. 
bone to pick. A- any good. comment on like this is actually kind of I've a fun not one. To, not to piggyback when you go after LeBron, I've learned not to piggyback. Well, that wasn't just LeBron. That wasn't just LeBron. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I knew. People take it as LeBron. People take I it. knew I would make it in this social media world when I had my first troll. Like I, I, I was like, when you have your first troll, can someone who love instead. Can we go with love instead? You can talk about your troll in a second, but can we? Can we just big big shout out to Gary V? You know, we commented, we put a little post out there about his Uno oh, comment, and we did a, you know, we did a little post. Guys, check it out; it's got a lot of likes. Um, where I give my Uno play yesterday, you guys listened, so you know the play, and I don't know what the hell that's if that's what Gary meant, but I, you know, I took it, I ran with it. You know, he said Uno cards are, you know, an interesting thing or very interesting, and I, I talk about LeBron, and you know, somebody actually sent me a picture. They bought Tom Brady Uno cards, which I didn't even see. So I mean, people really took it, and. and that made me very happy because that's what Andrew talks about, right? About not just giving you the fish, but teaching you the fish, and you can go out and basically eat for the rest of your life. You know, we, we never say the saying the right way, but it's exactly that. You guys, you know, you, you, oh shit, I don't have to buy the LeBron that he's that the kid bought me by the Brady, you know, and and they bought and they did that. It was pretty cool, right? Anyway, we, we did a post on it, kind of one of those like beautiful mind like formulas with me kind of in the background, looking like I'm confused with Uno and the little Gary thing, and Gary actually commented on the post and said. If anybody can figure it out, it's Cage. So I love it, man. Thank you. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the comments. That's pretty cool stuff. And, uh, you know, I wish I owned a V-Friend. I could have come to the Secret Wine Party, but I missed it. Sorry. Did you need a V-Friend to go to the Secret Wine yeah, Party? Yeah, it was a V-Friend party, I think. Yeah. It's pretty cool. V-friend That's pretty party. cool. Um, we'll be there next year. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be at an NYC NFT next year for sure. And we're going to do a Lucas Tigers NFT uh, type of thing as well. Obviously, we don't have the resources or the, or the reputation that Gary does, but we'll do the best with what we got. But anyway, I knew that I would make it. It would be like like a milestone was when you had our first troll. I always thought the troll would be somebody that, you know, we accidentally wronged. What's hilarious about this troll is this is somebody that we've over-delivered for. This is somebody that we welcomed into our community. So he came to us about two months ago. Uh, talking about how another respected content creator, business owner, I someone I met at Bleaker. So I don't even want I don't even want you to do this. I don't even want you to give this person any any time or any kind of show. Let's just say trolls, <laughs> it's a good thing I know you've made it. I don't even think I don't even you know what? Because I don't even think it's worth it. Seriously, I don't think it's worth it. I don't even think it's worth the views. I don't even think it's worth it. I think the best way to do it is not even do it. hundred percent. If you want to, you can. It's not I don't I don't I don't make the rules. But you know how I say, right? I mean, you know, uh, I think I think part of what, what, what makes a troll a troll is that they are putting bullshit out there and they're just doing it to try to make a name for themselves without any legitimate gripe or any legitimate thing behind it. And I don't even want to give it air to breathe. So anyway, this troll came to us two months ago, welcomed him into our community. He came to us talking trash on another content creator, another business owner who... I met a bleaker, amazing guy, someone I respect, and we actually don't agree on very many things. But this guy came to our community and he started sending us links like, look at how terrible this person is, et cetera. So you always know, you know, it's like your ex-girlfriend. Uh, if she cheats on you with someone else, she'll cheat on you type of thing. Uh, welcome to the community. This is a guy who, when we had Panini Direct on, emailed me over 15 questions and said, Andrew, ask these. We asked them. This is a guy who lost the keys to his MetaMask wallet. I spent two hours on the phone with him trying to get his uh, the keys back and the assets inside of that wallet. Must be an so expert. A, must be an expert. It must be. So now this guy, uh, he was in our Discord, and maybe a day or two after our mint, 
he wanted our entire NFT plan as if, you know, we are the CEO and he's the board of directors, all, all 12 of them. And we had to answer to him and our community messaged me and said, dude, what's up with this guy? Like, and he wouldn't stop. Our community asked, you know, dude, chill out. Like this is day two. And our community said, we got, I got a few DMs and I decided to block him for 48 hours. And ever since then, this guy has been making online content to try to defame uh, and, and, and say some mean things about us. So anyway, I wanted to let you guys know in case you saw something, just a statement from us. It doesn't feel good. I'll be honest. I don't like when people come after me. Uh, I don't know how Cage feels, but I kind of like fighting. I, I do enjoy a little bit of, uh, of conflict. And fighting. Here's so, why I know it's all bullshit, right? Because it'll be couched as I'm trying to get to the truth and I'm doing the right thing and I'm trying to do what's right, right? I want answers. I want answers. So I will tell you, maybe I'll screenshot it, that this person has my cell phone number and has used it. And in response, I wrote back because I don't block anybody. You have my cell phone number. If you have questions and you want to talk, call me. But that's not what this person's interested in. This person is interested in clicks, views, person is interested in in being a parasite and and trying to make a name off of our name and pretend that it's a righteous thing pretend that it's i'm doing i'm doing the lord's work here i just want to get to the bottom of this so you want to get to the bottom of anything call me i'll answer every single question you have that's not what you're interested in it reminds me of um the worst Rocky movie out there, Rocky Five, where uh, where there's a, a Don King type character, George Washington Duke, and he tries to set up a fight between Tommy Morrison, Tommy the Machine Gun, and Rocky, because it's going to be a big big payday, right? And Tommy the Machine Gun is Rocky's student. It's like teacher versus student. He tries to promote it, and they wind up fighting on the street. And Duke is all pissed off because he's like, I can't make money on this. You guys got to fight in the ring. You got to fight. Only Tommy Gunn fights only in the ring. I got to fight in the ring. Well, my ring's outside, says Rocky. That's where Andrew's ring is also. Doesn't have to do it on camera. Doesn't have to do it on, you know, it doesn't have to be for the clicks, right? So it's funny, though. So my bone to pick is it with him. It's with our community and it's with two types of people. It's for the people who are in our community who've watched it and and want us to engage in the drama. I really don't appreciate that. And second like is, just did. we're not engaging in the drama. We're giving a statement. Second is, you. a lot of you guys out there have interacted with us at national, at shows. Um, I don't want to speak for myself, but I'll speak about my co-host. There's very few people that I found have the generosity and the open heart and the open, like you said, availability and access that you provide. All of these people that, you know, might have listened or heard, I think it is a responsibility to say, hey, we know these guys. You might not agree that, you know, they're sponsored by X or this or whatever, but they're good people. So, so there is that element of if we're building a community together, we don't ask for a lot. But when you see people defaming or tainting our name and you know it's blasphemous and not true, I do believe and I do ask, stick up for us. I, I think that's the right thing to do. Now. Let's get into the show. And I have an awesome play today, Cage. Do you have a play? Yeah. I do. Do you want me to give my play first? No, I'm 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 introspective about the entire topic. 
normally, you know, I'm I'm very I'm very talkative. Something like this, I I'm not. I I I I'd like to weigh the pros and the cons. I know we don't do that often. I know we you know we you know we just kind of shoot from the hip a lot, especially myself. Um, but you know, people attack people all the time, and and normally the people who are the larger <laughs> don't even respond. Um, I know that's not us. I know we are different. We, I don't know, we're a lion and there's a fly that landed on our ass. So we decided to go and borrow a bazooka and shoot the tail off of ourselves. Um, <laughs> what? So instead Is of that just, what you, that's what you get from today's episode? Yeah, sort of. Um, so anyway, yeah. Can you do me a favor? I mean, I, I got a, I got a fun one here. This is, it's not really card specific, although I'm, I'll give you a card from it too. Can you, while I'm chatting here, can you pull up? Um, and share the screen the Jets schedule for the rest of the oh, season. No. The Jets schedule. So I'm in New York, guys, and the Jets are terrible. They're really awful, and they just lost last night. And Mike White got injured. Bills, Dolphins, there. Texans, right. Eagles, Saints. So who they Dolphins. play this week? They play. They play Bills. Bills. Oh, they played Colts yesterday. Dude, they almost backdoor covered. Did you see that? So, yeah, yeah. So, so here's what I'm gonna tell you guys, right? So your pick and your play. It's a fun one, right? So the Jets right now are what? Two and what? Two and six? I think. Two and five. Two and five. Two and five. Um, no. They're worse than that, right? What are they? Two and seven? Yeah, two and seven. They're two and seven. Two and six. Two and six. Two and six. I'm an idiot. Some completely two and doesn't six. matter, but right, sure. I don't know what you're doing here. So they will be two and seven after this week. The Bills are going to beat them. Okay, Bills are going to beat them. Like bold. Okay. Completely bold call. So here's your bold call. The Jets will then win six games in a row. The Jets are going to go on a six-game winning streak and be eight and seven. And they are going to have New York talking about this Jet team is going to go nuts and the Jets are great. And then in true Jet fashion, the Jets are going to lose the last two games of the season and they're going to miss the playoffs and finish eight and nine. So take a look at their schedule. All right, if you are a betting person, the Jets are going to win six straight games. Look at look who they play. This is the fucking wackiest episode we've ever recorded. I don't understand if I think I'm in the metaverse. All right. Well, so my play on it is a Jet. I'll get there in a second. You're, me you're messing with me right now, right? I have to set this up. So take a look at their schedule. Look at who they play. So after they lose to Buffalo, right? Two and seven. They're two and seven. Who do they play? Go through them one at a time. Dolphins, Texans, Eagles, Dolphins, Saints. Who they'll beat? The Texans. Why are you acting like they're just going to beat the Dolphins? Who are terrible? Next, the Saints, who have no quarterback. No, Jets, <laughs> Dolphins, Texans. They're going to. Yeah. Okay, they'll beat the Texans. They'll beat the Dolphins they... too. The Dolphins are terrible. Okay. Beat the Dolphins okay. twice. And that's it. Keep going. <laughs> Then they'll play the Eagles. They'll play the Eagles, who are terrible. They'll beat the Eagles. Uh, the, the Saints. <laughs> the Saints, who have no quarterback. They can beat the Saints. And no Michael Thomas. And no offense. Who will keep going? And the Dolphins again. Dolphins. So they beat the Dolphins they, twice. Pretty easy. And then the, Jag, and then the Jaguars. And the Jaguars the day after Christmas. And they will be 8-7 and seven on December Dude, 26th. Is this just a, a whole troll of an episode? No, they'll be 8-7. and seven. The Jets are honestly going to be 8-7. and seven. You can make plenty of money on this. They're going to lose this week. 
and then a two and seven team is going to go to eight and seven, and then they're going to lose the, the last two games and not make the playoffs, just to kind of pull the rug on all the Jet fans. So I like this kid, Michael Carter, um, who is their running back, fourth round pick out of North Carolina. What are you laughing at, dude? You're you're messing with me right now. I'm not. I'm being dead serious. Just going to win six straight games. Dead serious. I'm I I'm couldn't be more serious. I think it went all six games. They'll lose this week. I'm not going to be a, a dummy and say they can go out there and beat Buffalo. They're not. But um, I've never been speechless on the show. I'm I'm actually speechless. I sometimes wish you were speechless like ten minutes ago, but it is what it is. But so so, I mean, listen, they can't all be. You know, we can't agree on all of them. But you know, the Jets are. are they're going to win six more games. Their offense is looking better. They have a really good rookie um, wide receiver. They have a good rookie running back. I think this kid, Mike White, is actually going to start to play for them. They scored 30 points the last two weeks against decent teams, the Bengals and the Colts. Obviously, the Bengals game was a little bit of a fluke. The Colts game, I mean, you know, the quarterback got injured, and, you know, that kind of sucked. But the Colts defense didn't stop them. The offense looks better. They can actually put points up. Um, They're moving away from Denzel Mims, who doesn't know how to catch the ball. He winds up letting the ball bounce off of his body instead of his hands. And I'm, I'm telling you, they found something in this kid, Michael Carter. He's a possession guy. They're using him now instead of trying to, you know, split the, the reps. He moves the ball. They, they use him on first down, and he actually puts them into makeable second and third downs. He catches the ball. Um, you know, I'm lucky to have drafted him in fantasy this year, and he is more than a serviceable running back. And, and, you know, if you have a quarterback that plays well and their defense is stepping up, I'm not saying they're a world beater, and I'm not saying that they're going to make the playoffs. I'm just saying if you look at their schedule, they have six winnable games, and I think they win all six of them. And they'll be eight and seven. And I personally am going to. So, when when the day after Christmas, for the eleventh time this year, I will invest in something that you will not, and I will tell you you should have, and you will cry. That's my Carter cards. <laughs> and I'm going to put some money on the Jets. Not a lot. And I'm gonna roll it over six straight weeks. And we're gonna see what happens. I like that, like a hundred and hundred to two hundred to four hundred. You know how you always say it, but and that's plus. More? They're gonna be plus money, or at least a pick plus, exactly. They'll be plus money, especially in some of these games. They'll be plus money. But I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna roll it over, and they win six straight games, and it's gonna be fun. They win six games. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, I'm literally dead right now. Oh. They win. They're gonna win. They win six straight games. Watch, and I'm not a Jet fan, not by any stretch. Not since my, my fall, I had season tickets to the Jets. And uh, we went to like the second game of the season, and they lost to the Bills in the 90s. I think it was 51-3. They actually scored first. They scored a field goal and then lost like 51-3 to the Bills. And we never went back to another game. <laughs> I'm, I'm shook, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regroup like the, the trooper I am. So, Cage, when we give plays, do we expect everybody to buy or play? Yes. Because only stupid people wouldn't listen to me. Your plays, on the other hand, no, no. Of course, we don't expect people to buy the plays. Of course, right? It's, it's some some people buy them, some people don't. Some people yep. put them on their watch list. This is the same type of play. My play today is the Lucas Tigers NFT what? or NFT. I'm in the metaverse oh. now. I'm. A, are you are you joking? Is this whole nope. episode crazy? Is this nope. crazy? This episode? Okay. Nope. And, and I'll tell you because as we've rolled out this project, we've done a few shows. Shout out to sports car therapist Rob for having us on. We're kind of labeled as like the NFT guys. Cage is the NFT guy of the sports card space. It's crazy. And 
it's crazy because it's I don't crazy. think we talk about NFTs enough and I think we hardly talk about them. So here we are talking about it. And here's our project, guys. Now, there most of the NFTs you guys hear about are those little pictures that you see on people's Twitters, apes, lions, crypto punks that have gone zero to a million overnight, right? <laughs> and that's what people associate NFTs with. We're yep. top shot in the boom and then the bust. Uh, I think over the next year, two years, three years, you're going to start seeing more business NFTs. Now, here's how I think about a business NFT. It gives you the opportunity to support a content creator, a community, people you respect, people that have added value to you. Maybe Cage has given you a Harry Potter play and you've profited off of it. Maybe I gave you a Russell Westbrook Tops Chrome play in December of last year. You profited off of it. Maybe you bought this Austin Matthews Young Gun PSA 10 for like 300 bucks that went to 2000 Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's the, the fact that you guys just respect that we show up every single day and you want to support and you keep us going. I would say 80 to 90% of our Discord, the people that are in our community, I mean, just in the last day, DMs, all that, have said they bought an NFT from us expecting nothing. It was 150, 250 bucks, depending on where Ether set. And they said, guys, you've delivered more value to me than that in the last year. It would mean the world to just support you and give back. Other people, we've set up business meetings with them, with investors, with money who wanted to pitch them their product. Those people have supported. So people have supported for a variety of reasons. And I would say 80, 90% have had no expectations. But that's not the kind of NFT we are. So we got a partnership the other day with Dibs. And we said, why don't we take this money and reward everybody who owns two of our tigers with a distribution, with a NFT reward program like the Lions have, right? Yeah, as long as they one take of the them. extra step in supporting us and have a picture, you know, so they, you know, we made it very easy, very easy. Very easy. For people who didn't want to buy an NFT, right? We said nothing will change. You'll have my phone number, you'll have our DMs, you'll have content that's completely free. We're going to open and create a new YouTube channel. We're going to create more content for the NFT space, completely separate from our Luca Tiger Bronze Sports Card Podcast. Here's why I think it's our, our NFT is one of the best out there, if not the best. Your price point is 150 to 250 bucks. We're running a promotion that if you mint one right off our lucastigers.com website, you get a free one as well, airdrop to you. But that's not even the, the best part because I go to head, I go to sleep and put my head on the pillow and I have a clear conscience because I know that everything we do here, we lead with value first. We do the best we can to over deliver for people, right? Even little things like, hey, when we have partnership calls, we ask, what can we do for our community? We know you're having a show here. We know you're having this event here. Is there anything you guys could do for our community? They're really the ones that helped us grow and get to this place. We get partnership money, and we're going to continuously de uh, deploy that into our rewards program. There's things that we're going to do that we don't even know currently because they haven't presented themselves. But I'll tell you. You guys, you bet more money on Jordan Pool Silvers or guys that are out of the league in a year or two than you would bet on us. And I'll tell you, I feel as confident as ever in my work ethic and in my co-host and in the community we're building that not only will you be rewarded for your taking a chance on us, you'll learn a lot along the way. You'll be a part of an awesome community. And the rewards that we layer on down the road will be way more than the initial investment you make. So that's my play today. And you guys know me, I've given a variety of different plays. I've never given a play like this. I'm, I'm not even sure I've ever told you guys to go out and buy your NFT. 
I asked if you want to support, support. But here it is. I, I think given where we are now, given what we've learned over the last six weeks, given what we've built over the last year and a half and what the future holds, that's my play today. Go to lucastigers.com, click on start minting, mint a tiger, shoot me a DM, tell me how the experience was. And if you have trouble buying Ethereum or you know doing this whole process, our Discord community will tell you, I mean, about half of them were first time NFT and Ethereum buyers. And I spent time on the phone walking them through, this is what it is, this is how it works. And people have enjoyed the process. And I would say 90 to 95% are very, very excited for what the future holds and what we've been able to deliver for them. And I'm excited to keep growing with you guys. So that's another episode. That's my play. I think out of all of the weird things that have happened in this episode today, the craziest is Cage saying that the Jets are going to be an over 500 team and win six games in a row. They're not going to be over 500 at the end of the season because that's the very Jet thing to do. They'll be eight and seven and then lose two in a row and finish eight and nine. You can't, you can't picture that. You can't picture that. The Jets just whooping up all of New York like they did with Mike White this week. You should be here, man. It's like Joe Namath stepped in to play quarterback for them again. It's the most amazing thing in the world. But the funny thing is, is that it may turn into that Disney movie. I looked at that schedule and I'm like, they could win six games in a row. They really could win these six games in a row. They could. I mean, the, what did the most games, Jet think? Would it the most Jet think to be they actually win none of those games? No, no, that's no, no. No, they the Jets have to give you hope. It's why Mike White comes out there, beats the Bengals, and then after scoring a touchdown and having more touchdowns in three and a half quarters or four and a half quarters than Zach Wilson had the whole friggin' season, he gets injured. That's the Jet thing. They have to give you something and then take it away from you. So they're going to be six wins in a row and then lose the last two games and be like, oh, yeah, I'm telling you, this is this is the way, this is this is the Jets. That's the way it works. Listen, let me um, – yeah, man. I mean, this was an interesting episode. Um, we hope you guys enjoy it. I'll say one thing with the, the Tiger stuff, right? So so to anybody out there that owns or anyone out there who is thinking about owning, um, you know, what's different about ours than any – literally any other thing, any other NFT project is we're here every day, right? And we're able to kind of – you know, Andrew talked about it. I'm able to throw on one little bonus here. If you own one, you buy one, you buy one now, you buy one, get one free, or you own one, or you bought one before. And you have an idea about something that might add value to it, right? I'm not talking about rewards or pay money or whatever it is. We'll, we'll take care of all that too. But it's, uh, hey, you know what you should do, guys? You guys should have, um, you know, a, a, a separate segment that's only released to people who own tigers or whatever the heck it is. You guys got an idea? Share it. You bought the tiger. You have the NFT. You know, you are you are a member of that separate class of, of folks. We're not going to um, to take anything away from our show here. We're not forcing anything on anybody. We show up every single day. It's free. It'll never cost you a dollar, right? But if you happen to buy one of these things and you have an idea for something we can layer on because you're our tiger owner, Shoot, we're all ears. We'd love to hear it. I can't put it better myself, Cage. Is that another episode? Any final words? Another episode? Um, no, <laughs> man. I mean, you know, I can't believe you're so you're so close-minded about the Jets. 
You know, I, I think that Mike is. I think it might surprise you. I can't wait to roll I, this. I, I think what? you're so close-minded that, dude. Why? Why would we I should, we should we should respond to our trolls? Not, I think it's crazy that you you don't want to respond to them. It's not. Yeah, because listen, uh, I did respond, and I got no response. My response was anything you need. Go ahead and reach out, and I'll give it to you. But that's not that's not what this this is about. Trying to set up more content between a a, 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 a a screaming match between you and him you know name calling you know the word coward was used quite a few times in DMs to me yeah but I say you know what it's not about the clicks if you have a legitimate question ask yeah but I, I've never been the guy that like uh, shies away I always hook things head on and I there's no like there's no you know, statement here or anything like that prepared. It's just off the cuff what I what, what I feel in my heart because, I mean, that's that's always been the kind of guy I am and that's what's gotten me to where I am. So I want to explain that. Hey, guys, there's a lot of things being said that I don't appreciate. There's a lot that's untrue. And it's also, I don't like it. It's hurtful. I want to be straight up. Uh, I also think that this person wouldn't say these things if it was a face-to-face thing. You mean he wouldn't I call think, you a coward? No, nah, no chance. Um Anyway, it, all the other things, he would never say that. Like if we met at National, it would be like, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee and, you know, talk through it. But because p- the Internet is this place where you can hide behind uh, anonymity or lack of a reputation, people feel entitled to say what they want. I'm not going to be the guy. I'm never going to be the guy because, dude, as we grow, as our popularity grows, this isn't the first and the last. And I'm not going to set a precedent that, like, I'm just going to go, go, what is it, walk blindly into the dawn of the night. Like that, I, I, I want to take things head on and I want to let people know where I stand and where my heart's at. Uh, that's always what I've done, Cage. I don't know any other way. The dying of the light. Sure. That's, you know, I only know that because it's in back to school. Canada. That's another episode. Guys, let me know in the comments, right? In the comments of this, in our Discord, whatever. Is this stupid? Should I have not said anything? Is it, you know, is this how it should be done? Let us know. And then, we do an episode every day. Tomorrow, back to regular schedule programming. Life is good. I, I, I'm blessed. I'm fortunate. We have an amazing community. I think it's the right thing. I think when people say things about you, you have a right to respond. And not respond with personal attacks. Respond with the truth. Okay. Well, we are different then because this person has made a uh, made a habit of just never saying anything good and only saying bad things about a lot of people. And no one else has ever said anything back. <laughs> You're the only one. Right. And, and dude, you know how bullies work, man. We all went to school. The bully's the guy that's just going to keep pushing your buttons, pushing your buttons, pushing your buttons to see how far he can keep going until uh, the smaller kid comes up and punches him straight in the face and says, dude, chill the F out. You're messing with the wrong wrong kid. Like, you got to stop doing this. So I do really believe in that. And I think we as a community should also discourage that kind of behavior because – now it's us, someone else. Another time it's going to be someone else. And we should support each other. We should support the good people in the hobby. Listen, my take on it is I go to sleep real well at night because I've never wronged a person in my life. I never plan to. So no one's ever going to find anything bad out about me. No one's ever going to uncover anything bad about me. No one's ever going to be able to call me out or anything like that because I treat people the way that I'd want them to treat me. And most people don't give it back. Most people don't. But I don't care. It's not going to stop me from doing it. I will not lie to you. I will always tell you guys the truth. 
And when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Sometimes that makes me hesitate to make promises, but that's only because I don't want to promise anyone in our audience, the thousands of people who are going to listen to this, anything less than I'll deliver. So I don't really care what people say. Cause I'll give you a little microcosm of that. How guys. about I can control me, right? I, I, so. so Cage has a busy life. He, he works. High profile lawyer. is a family. He has never shown up to a podcast late. Think about that. Think about that, guys. And, and the reason is, is what you just said. It's a small thing. Like, I don't want to let you down. I don't want to say I'm going to commit to something I don't. It's something so subtle like that. So let's wrap. Let's not meander on. Love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. This episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.